Welcome back to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast. We have another fantastic guest for you. Um, We have Kyla from the Sacred Essentials um, to talk about breath work. Yes. (laughs) Welcome, Kyla. (laughs) Thank you. I love this. I've been looking forward to this for however long it's been that we've been planning it. So yay. Thank you. Like forever. Forever. (laughs) I know. Finally. <laughs> and we've known you for a little while now. So we've been we've been definitely been talking about getting you on the podcast because breathwork is something that um, was new to me upon, along my journey and something that Allison came across as well, uh, yeah. just along this journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I didn't even know about, about breathwork. So we definitely want to share what that is and how it's supportive mm-hmm. um, from an expert. Yeah. I also <laughs> didn't know what breathwork was, to be very clear. <laughs> um, <laughs> until and I think we'll probably we'll probably get there in, in this conversation but until I stepped into a practice like I oh. I had no idea well why don't you share a little bit about how you got to where you're at today like what brought you onto this mm-hmm. path and how you were introduced to breath work and all that sort of stuff that's a great place to start yeah okay yeah so I spent the first 15 years of my adult life as a personal trainer um that I always wanted to be like, you know, when everyone's leaving high school and I'm going to be a architect and a teacher and a doctor, everyone knew everyone was like so clear. And I was like, I have no idea. I had no idea. Um, I had no idea. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, bankers. <laughs> <laughs> I still sometimes I'm like, do I even know? Like, is this it? This might not even be it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So I moved into fitness. I loved, I loved fitness. I loved the idea of helping people like that. I knew that that was important working with people, helping people, but I didn't really know what that would unfold to be. So anyways, 15 years as a trainer, which I really loved. And I, I got a lot out of that and it really offered me beautiful opportunities and it still felt like it wasn't quite right. It felt really superficial. Everything was about how the body looked. Had yeah. not, there was zero conversation or space to like go inward. How are you feeling? How is your heart? Where, you know, like there was yeah. never, it was just so, what do you look like? How good do you look? It was pretty, it actually ended up being really, really yucky feeling for me. So mm. um, knowing that that like, I knew that for a long time, actually. I knew that for a really long time that didn't feel right, but I didn't know what else I would do. I had no schooling. I didn't go to university. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that felt really, you know, kind of scary to know that I, I don't really know what else I could do. And trapped, right? Yeah. Like, totally. Uh, it, it, yeah, where you feel trapped. Like, I think that's, Mandy and I can definitely relate to that in that <laughs> sense. I didn't go to university. Um, Me you know, you go into a path and you've established and you're creating an income and and then all of a sudden you're like, I don't think I want to do this. And then it's like, but I have nowhere else to turn. Right? Yeah. So uh-huh. You feel trapped in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Um, so later in my years of, of working in fitness, I then started teaching yoga, which brought forward mm-hmm. the next level. And it was this clear direction, like teaching a yoga class and having people like connect to their emotions and people cry and people just finding the probably only moment in their day where they're able to rest and just be in a place of peace. And that was so powerful for me to witness. Um, So that was the first shift. I was like, okay, this is more in line with how I want to 
Layers. Layers. It's we love it. So true. I know. Layers. Did you okay. totally I'm... give up the personal training part and move right in? No. Or just kind of like, yeah, both. juggle the both. Yeah. No, I don't know if you know any yoga teachers who make a living off of just teaching yoga, but particularly... <laughs> Particularly in Victoria, where everybody teaches yoga, uh, absolutely not. It, was, it would have been impossible. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are people actually yeah, who yeah. just teach yoga classes and make a really good income. But um, it was filling your soul, though, right? It was like, filling my soul, yeah, in a big way. Um, and I was teaching retreats, and we were in Bali, and we were booking for Greece, and it was just this like really fun way mm. to transition my business in a way that felt really good. Is that what got you into retreats? Like, yeah. So it was the yoga that was your kind of like step into hosting retreats. Yeah. And I knew even before I was teaching yoga, I knew that I loved the idea of retreats, but I, and now that my mind thinks so differently about business now, I'm like, well, why didn't you just host a fitness retreat? But back back then I was like, well, it has to be a yoga retreat. Like maybe it wasn't even alternatives. It was just yoga and meditation retreats. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I started doing that. That was incredible. And then it was late 2019. My acupuncturist, who is so awesome, kept talking about this breathwork session that she holds. I host a breathwork session every month, you know, third Friday of every month, you should come. And in my mind, I assumed breathwork meant yogic pranayama right I yeah I not only do I do it but I teach it so I was like eh, I, I do that <laughs> I don't need I don't need your class I like that you say that because I was talking to a friend recently about about breath work and she didn't realize that it was there's an actual practice and a whole thing about breath work and she's like oh I do breath work and she was just thinking I breathe like I do like Mm -hmm. intentional breathing. Mm -hmm. That's what to her was breath work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same, 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 same. Um, And that is, that is also breath work, right? Breath work is gosh, it's like language. How many different languages are there? So many breath work, how many different practices? So many. So pranayama would be what most of us are thinking of yogic breath, pranayama, prana breath. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, finally, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll go to this class. And so I attend the class and um, she, she's so great, but she didn't, she didn't explain, or maybe I missed it. Maybe I tuned out, but there wasn't really a like, hey, this could maybe happen or expect to maybe feel this. Mm-hmm. It was like, this is how we're going to breathe and let's go into breath, which I think was probably good so that my mind didn't start to overthink of like, well, why aren't I experiencing this? And she said, I might experience that. So right into the breath and we're breathing and it's a, it's a, it's a vibrant breath. It's through the mouth. And I'm sure we'll talk about that as well later, but Mm -hmm. the breath, the breath that I'm talking about today anyways, particularly is conscious connected breath work is what I'm referring to. And it's a vibrant, full expansive breath. And uh, I felt really interesting and, and really good. And then at one point she had us uh, like shaking her hands out, releasing some energy. So just shaking our hands, which is super normal to do in a breath practice to release energy. Mm-hmm. And then also she had us toning. And so toning is using your voice. And so she mm-hmm. had us just making like an, uh, you could hum, you could ohm, you could sing, you could do whatever you need, but it's just to, again, move that stagnant energy up and out through the body, through the voice. Mm-hmm. And so I'm lying here and I'm breathing and I'm doing the shaking and I'm 
trying to make the sound and my my body would make it just wouldn't make sound it was like shutting off and i could hear everyone around me expressing and it felt really it felt like i was assuming that they were feeling really good yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and i couldn't and so then the self hate talk why mm-hmm. can't you do it i can't believe you can't do it it's just a sound why can't you make a sound oh my god you're so stupid blah 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 blah, blah. all of the i don't know if i actually said that but like all the yeah. cycles of talk And then what started to happen in my mind was, and it was probably in a span of like five seconds, but it felt like forever. Who told you that you couldn't use your voice? How long have you not been using your voice? And then it went into, did your mom feel safe? No, she didn't. How long did she not use her voice? Well, her whole life. And then, oh, so my grandma also didn't use her voice. And then it went into like, ancestral ancestral lineage like as far back as I could even consider how yeah. long have the women in my family not been using their voice I've and used- then it yeah 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 and then it went global like how long and why have we as women not mm-hmm. felt safe and allowed to use our voice and so it was this I have chills like all down my legs yeah. right now me too it was this like incredibly profound realization and recognition that I am here to break that. I am, that is why I am here right now. Mm-hmm. And just as she was pulling us out of the sound, my voice, like, it was like a, like a squeak. <laughs> oh, and wow. then, and then I just sobbed. It was just like waterworks. And it was grief and excitement and pride and sadness. It was like all of the things, all wow. of the feelings. And it was so profound for me. That was the moment that I decided that this is not what I do. And I don't, I no longer work in fitness. So we finished the breath session. We all had really beautiful sharing time. And leaving, I asked her, I'm like, who is your teacher? And how do I do this? And she connected us. And I started training with him as soon as he had an offering. And I've continued to train with him. And I will continue to train with him as long as I can. Um, so in 2020, so anyway, so that was 2019, 2020 rolls around and everything shuts down. And my, I was still personal training at this time. I hadn't cut cause I wasn't ready to be facilitating breath. I was still learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all of my work went online. It was really like, it just wasn't the same and I didn't love it. Clients didn't love it. And it really started to peter out. And so by the end of 2020, I had made this really clear decision that like, this is the end and I get to move forward. And so honestly, like I am actually incredibly grateful for, for that. Mm -hmm. It offered me that doorway, that clarity. And so December of 2020, I put together a really love felt email and sent it to all of my clients and just, you know, thanked them for their 15 years, (laughs) some, some of them, um, and that I would, be moving on and so I stopped January 1st I was this like new version of myself I didn't know what that was I actually didn't even really work for the first six months because I was still like what the what (laughs) (laughs) where now what did I do what did I do (laughs) which is terrifying oh my god it was (laughs) it really really was and so then Um, Again, like it was such a bizarre time. People weren't allowed to gather. I wasn't allowed to host anything. Um, 
I may or may not have anyways, (laughs) (laughs) whatever. (laughs) But when it, when it was really like open, Hey, you guys can hold space. I just started putting together like day retreats, like a day event. And I remember it was May of 2021. Mm-hmm. I had an event May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, and they all filled. They all sold out, and it was like people want this. Like people yeah. really, really want this. Ready for it. Ready for it. And then I was hosting three days and seven days, and and back into retreat land. And I, I didn't expect to be a full time breathwork facilitator. I don't know what I expected, but that's kind of now what I've moved into. I mean, I have other things, and I other things aside from breath work, but it's really become kind of it. And I love it. I love it. So it's like the core of your business would be the breath work. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah. I love listening to how people kind of get to where they're at because like you said, it sort of happened in layers. Like you Mm -hmm. started with the personal training and then it was the yoga and then it was just that one, you know, experience in your breathwork session mm-hmm. that propelled you forward into what you're doing today. Yeah. Well, and even like this, like, you know, the soul whispers that we, mm-hmm. another guest uh, talked about soul whispers, you know, the fact that you were getting those whispers, like you were like, this something just doesn't feel right, right? Mm-hmm. With the personal training. And it was like, you were getting these nudges. Mm-hmm trying to follow them. But I think that's a big thing. A lot of us is that we kind of ignore or stuff those nudges down. And that's Mm -hmm. our soul trying to talk to us and say like, Hey, we need to move you over. And, um, you know, so like taking those little steps to listen to it and it's, and it's like, and it, and then, you know, with the breath work, it reminded me of when I was going through Lyme and I kept being told, Oh, you should go see this doctor. And I was just like, no, I don't need to. Like, I've already gone and saw this, right? So when you said that, you're like, no, I it. like, I don't need to. Um, and it's kind of like, but then the reminder keeps coming up, and you keep being faced with like, no, you should come to this class. No, you should come to this class. And then finally, it's like, fine, I'll go. And and then to be like, oh my god, that's why I kept getting those soul whispers. Yeah. To go to that class because they needed me to experience this, like you know, the universe, your guides, whatever, your mm-hmm. soul needed you to experience that to crack you open. Yeah. Um, and then even the pandemic in that sense, too. I feel like the pandemic was a transformational period for a ton so of many? people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It just yeah. made us. It, it created cre- time and space for us to explore yeah. different areas and to question and to, to make start- us uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it makes us uncomfortable, like having to pivot to be a personal trainer online. And all of a sudden you're like, no, I really don't want to do this. <laughs> um, and so it's like sometimes it's just like it's like, OK, if she's not going to do it on her own. We're going to make it really uncomfortable so that she mm-hmm. really needs to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And I love I love witnessing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. it. It's also like, I think back to, I remember so clearly, probably 10 years ago, I had a woman do my birth chart and she was the the only piece of it. She shared a lot. And the only piece that I remember is she said, I know that you work in fitness, you work with the body externally, physically. Yes, I know you will shift to a holistic, um, more spiritual based business. And I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, I don't know, 20 five. That was more than 10 years ago, but (laughs) no idea what that would even be. I was like, Reiki. That was all I even knew was the alternative was Reiki. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like yeah. I love, yeah. and this was what kind of reading? Like astrology. Astrology. She's an astrology. Yeah. It just, like I, that just gave me goosies because that's so, yeah. it's just so profound. You know what I mean? It's so amazing. Like it, we, Mandy and I are taking an astrology course and we were talking last night saying like, it's kind of crazy how much astrology, like how much these planets, all these yeah. things actually really can, can like be real. Like, yeah. you know, when they describe <sighs> the blueprint to your soul. Yeah. It's yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's wild. And astrology is still something that I don't really know much about and yeah. trust, trust it fully. And yeah. I still don't know much about totally. it. But I'm like, mm, you were here far before I was. So <laughs> yes, so much. <laughs> I love that. No, it's the same. Like, even though we're taking the course, I'm like, wow, there's so much. It's like I'm a, overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kyla, can you share a little bit about what like what exactly is breath work? Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Can you explain it? Like, how do you? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, I can. I can. I think I can. It's just breathing. It's just... <laughs> no, it is intense breathing yeah. because I struggle mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is intense and it's amazing. So I'm just going to speak from my perspective and how it has landed for me. And I'm sure if you were to ask another facilitator or someone who's experienced breath, they might explain it very differently. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, for me, it's a tool, like a somatic tool that we can use to access the subtleties of our being. So like breath work allows us to tap into the subconscious and the subconscious being like, you know, the rug that we sweep everything under the, uh, the place that we store all of our shits, our old patternings, our hurts, our traumas, our old stories. Um, and this piece I feel is so interesting. And I was talking to my breath group last night about it is from the, and you might know this and your listeners might already know this, but if not, it's a really cool piece to learn is that from seven weeks. So, so mom and dad do the deed, you were conceived from seven weeks after you start to develop a spine and a brain. And as soon as you have a spine and a brain, you start to develop a nervous system Mm -hmm. and our central nervous system is what starts to perceive our external environment. It's how we start to learn what is safe and unsafe, what is good and bad, what is happy and sad. It's when we start to, you know, figure out our place in the world. Yeah. And so from seven weeks to seven years is our primary developmental years. Wow. So considering what's going on for mama when we are just brand new in there, mm-hmm. what was her environment like? What was her stress like? What was her nutrition like? What was her home life like? Work like? What was mom's life like starting at seven weeks onwards? So it can give us a really good indication as to what we perceive as safe or normal. If mom was in an abusive situation, mm-hmm. we might find it right. So our system is starting to wire these subconsciously as what is, we'll call it normal or accepted. That's fascinating. And it's yeah. wild. It's I didn't wild. Know, I didn't know seven I, weeks. I knew the seven years type Up of thing. Seven years. I didn't know when it started. It's seven weeks. And yeah. it just makes me want to do the whole thing over I know. Again. I wish I knew that I when was like, I was pregnant. I know. Why could I have been an awakened person when I was pregnant? I know. It would have been so much better. <laughs> I know. And I think about that. And like yeah. my, without giving a lot of details, my mom was not, I, my seven weeks, this has unfolded so much information for me. I bet. Um, 
I was not in a safe place at seven weeks and for the entirety of the pregnancy, to be really honest, I wasn't in a safe place. Um, and that starts to really, like, if I start to cycle into my experience of life, it all makes sense when I bring it back. Um, so it allows us to, to make contact with the parts of us that we have hidden stuffed away purposely or not purposely. We lost you, Kyla. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsies. That's okay. That is technology. Uh, <laughs> that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were talking about, um, you were mm. talking about how like you seeing how being at seven weeks and mm-hmm. like your childhood and stuff, like how all of that started to like un- come up for you. Yeah. 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 And how the breath work allows us to tap in and make contact with the subtleties, the stuff that we've hidden um, Mm -hmm. consciously or unconsciously. And so in that, like society, oh my gosh, society has done a really good job of making us all believe that we're too loud, we're too quiet, we're too mean, we're too nice, we're too something, we're not something enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that it, it starts to block our full expression of who we are, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, and I say this in, in my breath sessions, when we're in circle, I really make it clear that if you're wanting to express in a way, if you want to laugh, if you want to be angry, you're allowed to be here. That is exactly what we are trying to access is the parts that you have not allowed yourself to access, yeah. right? How many times have we stopped ourselves from crying, right? We've bitten the lip, we've yeah. stuffed it back in, or if you have anger or frustration and instead of releasing it and speaking it, we hide it in or we hide it into the point where then it explodes and that's not proper expression either. And so the breath work allows us to, in a safe container, in a room, no one's going anywhere, no one's coming in, you're in your safe adult body, you're on the floor, you're in full choice. So if an emotion comes up, you get to witness it, see it, let it move through. If it's an old story, it happened to you when you were young and you haven't been able to honor that and heal that breathwork is an opportunity to allow that to come up in a way that feels really safe and held. Mm. Beautiful. It's so funny because I like, I hear, I hear this and I can see myself starting to fidget. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why are you getting all nervous, Allison? Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I think because it, like, when things come up and you're allowed to laugh or what, you know, cry, whatever, express of, yourself. Yeah, and and the, you know, the, I remember like thinking back to my aligned purpose retreat, and we mm-hmm. were doing breath work, and you know, it was very even like, yeah, the breath work, like I, I hold that stuff yeah back a lot well you didn't want to express that in front of a group of people no yeah I don't want to express it but then I was just even thinking while Kyla was talking and I was like even if I did one-on-one that would Mm -hmm. be very difficult for me Mm -hmm. to let go Mm -hmm. and even like the obviously I'm yeah like obviously I'm a very talkative person I right like there's there's parts of me that I'm like that's not held back but like Mm -hmm. when it comes to releasing like the crying in front of somebody Mm -hmm. else I'll cry all the time by myself like that's fine but in front of somebody 
Um, and then even like when we were in that room and I could hear different people and I'm like, I can't do this. Like I just mm-hmm. can't. And I was just like trying well, to like, I want to add, it. I'm going to add on to that. Cause when mm-hmm. I've done breath work session a few times. So the first time I experienced breath work, um, was transformational in the sense of like, it really, um, I didn't experience anything physically more so or less later. I just went through a dark night of the soul kind of period for the weekend and that's Mm -hmm. when I was doing a lot of healing and releasing and shedding the dense layers that was my first experience and then I had an experience with you Kyla where I like I was like I didn't even I was on like some sort of trip and Mm -hmm. my subconscious was like traveling the universe and the galaxies and I was Mm -hmm. having a great time and um (laughs) like I was like wow I didn't know breathwork could be like that (laughs) but then I felt super safe because we did that one over zoom Mm -hmm. with the group and so I I I was comfortable in my space in my my room like it was in my office and I, I I allowed myself to leave my body and have that experience but when we did it in the retreat in that room full of people I couldn't get there I couldn't get there because I didn't mm-hmm. feel safe. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel safe to allow myself to leave my body the way I did when I experienced it with you. And yeah. I think it was because there were so many people in that room and there was just so much energy going yeah. on and we're so sensitive mm-hmm. yeah. to the energy. So yeah. it was different. It's interesting to see the different experiences totally. and the different atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Even like mm-hmm. at home, I it's like I tried to control because I've done a few breast sessions uh, with you and from home my own space Mm -hmm. and it's like I go into it wanting to control every Mm -hmm. moment of it Mm -hmm. um and we and I've said it many times on the podcast like I struggle with breathing Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's something that is very anxious for me but it's like that's like it's so funny though like listening to that and I'm just like oh my god I know uh, there's blocks Mm -hmm. there I know Mm -hmm. there's things that obviously I'm not wanting to let go of like even when I was in labor I remember mm-hmm. my midwife saying we need you just to like, <laughs> don't hold it in just like let it out and I was like <laughs> like I'm the type that goes inwards and I'm like yeah. mm, you know just like eh. and she was like no I need you to let it because they didn't want me to start pushing and it was like and I was like really? I have to be like what and I literally had to start doing that and I'm like this is so uncomfortable mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to like unpack this oh, I don't know if not I there's can. not today there is a yeah we could do another episode there's a lot I have a lot of things I want to say about that my first question is are you preemie are you were you a preemie Allison was I a preemie, preemie? No. yeah okay um do you know mm, i'll ask this after there's st- it, it will well, come ask. back yeah ask. okay do you yeah. know well you might not know this but was your umbilical cord cut really quickly Ooh, i don't know crazy yeah so if your umbilical cord is cut really quickly which a lot of like western doctors will do they'll just like pull you out and cut it yeah um that has been your access to oxygen for your last nine months and then when we come out the ideal situation is to let that be there for like up to 15 minutes. Oh. Whereas if you are pulled out and snipped, you then are like, <gasps> because everything that you've known for breath has been taken from you. And so moving forward, it wouldn't be uncommon for you to struggle to breathe. Wow. Yeah. Kind of fascinating. And I bet you in the eighties, definitely. It was just right. Like, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, other things I want to say around that is it's just like anything else. It's, it's a form of, th- honestly, it's a form of therapy. I have a breath call who has, she says it almost every time and she only comes to group. She doesn't do one-on-ones with me, but she comes to group. And every time she says breathwork is to me, my therapy, I've done Mm -hmm. therapy. Breathwork is now my therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there has to be a level of comfort 
and safety with the person you're working with. And it yeah. might take 10 times before you start to drop in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always happen at once. That's like having a sexual relationship with someone. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it's sure you might have sex with someone right away, but yeah. is it going to be the same as if you stayed and stayed and stayed and built that relationship and it just gets better and better and better. It's like a friendship. It's like a wine, you know, it gets better and better and better. And so who you're with is really important in how they create and hold the space. So you can have a big group of people, but it's really important. I'm going to say as a facilitator to set the space, set the standards and make it so painfully clear that yeah. all of you is welcome here. All of you is welcome here. Like your joy and your giddiness and your pleasure and your anger and your sorrow and all the things in between have full space to be here. And really ensuring that people feel that so that they do feel like they can tap in and go there. Mm-hmm. It can be a lot with a lot of people, particularly if you're empathetic and you're really pulling in the energies. It can be a lot, but mm-hmm. it, the trust is so important. It's really big work. It's not, you know, it's not, it's not yogic breath. It's big work. And so being comfortable is important. So are there, are there different breath patterns that you Mm -hmm. use depending on what the intention of the session is? In terms of the big sessions that I do no, it stays the same. It's the, it's like this big, full, vibrant inhale, surrendered exhale. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, Allison, that you mentioned being like controlling. I'm also super controlling. And a lot (laughs) of people that come into sessions, I mean, most of us are right. We're we control everything we do. I'm going to pick up this water bottle. Okay. I'm going to email, you know, everything we do is controlled. Um, and the breath, what I love about, well, one of the things I love about the breath is there's so many, there's so many lessons in it and mirrored to our life. And so the first practice could be, can I just release the exhale? Can I let go of the exhale? Can I let go of the control of the breath? So as an example, like the breath is like in through the mouth, out through the mouth. And the exhale should be really soft. You shouldn't even hear the exhale. So it should be like a. And someone like ourselves who might tend to lean into the side of control, it might sound a little bit like. Yes. <laughs> That's, oh, me. Me, me, That's me. me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so sometimes the entire breath session is a practice of, okay, Allison, how can I just let the exhale be soft? And your whole hour might be spent releasing, 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 releasing. Yeah. Until the breath feels like it's gentle, feels like it's moving on its own because your body, our body will organically move into this breath pattern if we allow it. If we just step out of the driver's seat, out of the control panel, it our will. breath, act, it will just go there. So it can feel natural. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and yeah. I think that's where like I struggle with it because I feel like I can't, I guess what it is, is like once I start focusing on it and like programming the breath, it feels like I'm not getting enough air. Like, I don't know why, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. automatically I'm like, I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. It's like an automatic, I can't breathe, breathe. I'm sitting sitting here breathing. (laughs) And so then I'm like, and then that's when I go (laughs) shut it down. Yeah. And I, let's just go back to normal breathing. So that's where I would say like the control comes in because Mm -hmm. the moment I start to feel this like uncomfortableness or like 
maybe letting myself go into mm-hmm. it, it's like all of a sudden I get this like panic and then I'm like, and then it's like, I break whatever trance or whatever it is. And I just go back to being like, no, you're just going to normal breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's those so are your, those are your internal protectors coming in. Like our, the thing is, it's like our body, our mind, our nervous system is very high functioning and its entire purpose is survival mm-hmm. straight up from the moment we're conceived yeah. until the moment we die. Our system is set up to keep us alive. And yeah. so our protector, I call them protectors, but just our, you know, our safety mechanisms that come in as brilliant as our system is also, it doesn't know the difference between being chased by a Siberian tiger and <laughs> stepping into an uncomfortable emotional state, you know, yeah. it doesn't know the difference. And so your system will come in and be like, ah, no, no, thank you. And so what you could do in those moments is just notice that, okay, I feel this coming in super, super resistant to this check in. Okay. Protector. What are you protecting me from right now? Yeah. What are you protecting me from right now? And then you get to decide, is that accurate? Is that an old story? Is that present? Are you actually not safe right now? And then if you're actually carrying an old story, you can invite it to go. Thank you. Thank you for doing your work. You've protected me for so long. I appreciate you. I love you. And I no longer need you. Right. Yeah, that's just so come fascinating. Back. And that even reminds me of like anxiety, right? Cause I've had panic mm-hmm. I've been diagnosed with anxiety and panic attacks. Mm-hmm. And that's very similar in that sense of like the panic attack all of a sudden comes out of nowhere. And you're mm-hmm. like, dude, why are you in a flight or flight or what is it? Fight or flight state. Mm-hmm. Where there's nothing happening around you. So it's like the same type of thing where it's just like recognizing and being like, Hey dude, you're fine. Mm-hmm. There's no bear. Mm-hmm. You're shopping. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> fair you're in a shopping mall um so but it's like so true in that sense like it's very that's very parallel to me in that when I have to do that with anxiety to be like dude why are you acting like your body's like it's like it defies you in a way Mm. and just goes into this total panic mode as if there's a bear there and you're like I don't even know what's happening yeah um so same thing I feel like totally Kyla I know I know but you know what it's so funny because I'm because I'm one on one, I I do agree. I need to one on one, and then and then the the protective mechanism is like, nope, mm-hmm. <laughs> you are not getting a hold of me because it's gonna be very uncomfortable, and I don't like being uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, and so I would ask you why, right? Like why? Yeah. When when and we don't need to go into this now, but consider considering like, can you remember the first time or your first memory of that feeling? Right, mm-hmm. coming coming way back. It's probably going way back. What is the first time that I felt this? And then you can start to like thread together mm-hmm. what the actual story is because it's not present. It's not this present no. story. It's yeah. an old story. It has nothing to do with now. Yeah. yeah. So that's something that you can play around with. That's so cool. I love that because it's just another form um, of how to process shadow work and how to do yeah. the healing. Mm-hmm. Talk mm-hmm. so much about how healing is such an integral and important part of the journey and how to, you need to shed those layers in order to raise your frequency. You have to do the shadow work. And so breath work uncovering, you know, (laughs) removing the the rug as Kyla put it and looking (laughs) at the shadows underneath the rug. Um, I mean, you're not going to look at all of them at once. Every breath Mm -hmm. would be one one at a time or reoccurring um, things I I imagine. Hey, and Mm -hmm. I think like, important because I know we've had students come through that struggle with even um, 
finding the shadows. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they mm. really struggle with like opening up and cracking open. Mm-hmm. And so like, this is like such a beautiful thing to be like, okay, like you're struggling doing it on your own, like going to breath work yeah. and doing that can help facilitate to help bring that up without you having to consciously kind of do it. Figure it out for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are some and- other, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go. I was just going to ask, what are some other reasons why people, um, why, like why your clients come to you for breath work? So therapy Mm -hmm. and and the, the, the shadow work and, and that sort of stuff. Are there other reasons why people will come? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. so I, oh gosh, it's all over the map, but really what's how it can support someone and Mm -hmm. why they might come. Uh, the first one that I feel is really, really present that sometimes surprises people, like people might come in with a, like, I'm feeling really anxious or I really need to be grounded or whatever the like, you know, big Mm -hmm. thing is, but what actually comes forward is this really sweet connection to your intuition, to your spirit, to your own guidance. It's a reminder of your own internal wisdom. Like Mm -hmm. there's been multiple sessions that I've left, like having participated in, And my message that comes out at the end is like, oh my God, everything that I would possibly ever need is already within me. And like that has been for me personally in my journey has been really important. And I see that consistently coming through in people. Mm -hmm. Like people will say in sharing circles, the same, literally the same words that came to me. All I ever needed is inside of me. Everything I need is inside me. And I'm like, dude, I know, I know. so excited so I so amazing and it's like Mm. and it so correlates with what we do is that the right word yeah oh thank you okay um (laughs) because like with you know connecting to your soul and going Mm. within like you know it is so true in the sense of like all you need is within it's Mm -hmm. in there and we've just lost that connection yeah. Um, and it's like finding our way back to that connection to connecting yeah. to your inner soul. Right. So it's mm-hmm. not just like, you know, Mandy and I have talked about, you know, our soul star intuitive course. And it's like, it's not just a course to be like, Oh, I want to be a psychic and we'll teach you how mm-hmm. um, it's also in the sense of like getting to know your, like getting to know your soul and coming mm-hmm. back to your soul and recognizing um, when, when your soul is talking to you. Right. Yeah. And so and that you seek that inner guidance. And then instead of going outside of yourself to find yeah. the answer is giving mm-hmm. you the tools to go within to, to do that. And yeah, mm-hmm. to learn how to actually hear it. It feels like mm-hmm. is a huge component of this that huge you should bring in. Yes. <laughs> it's Mandy interesting. To- Mandy, Mandy will learn. Yeah. Because I'll be like, I can't do this. <laughs> we're just I'll be in the corner. She's going to be the dark shadows in the corner. I hyperventilate. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Don't mind her. Just keep her over there. <laughs> Nobody look at her. <laughs> uh, uh, I will attend. I will attend that session for sure. No, you'll be facilitating it. Um. <laughs> Um, a couple of things I wanted to say to that is, so I've, I've participated in some of your offerings, your courses, and it's funny, people would come to me similarly as they would come to you, I would think looking for, as we do with everything, looking for that external, you're going to fix this, you're going to show me how to do this. Mm-hmm. Mandy and Allison are going to give me my intuition and show me how to use it. And all we're really doing is just gently reminding you 
how to do it yourself. Yes. Because yeah. it's already there. Yes. Already there. It's, mm. it's like us, like, it's like, <laughs> I remember like going down my journey and I'd be like, oh, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. We've been hearing it our whole life. Mm-hmm. We've just never recognized it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my God, I've always had that happen throughout my life and so it's like yeah that's total remembering and or somebody telling you that is what it is yeah yeah well and it's like the dots it was here before this this was here you know like before this physical human was here yeah it was already here yeah yeah Um, it's amazing that's so cool other sorry other reasons people would come to me I feel like we can I can share some more. So anxiety, depression, reconnecting to your sensuality. This has been a big one recently for some women I've been working with, um, your voice reconnecting with your power. Uh, Um, it was brought forward in the sixties and seventies by a, uh, doctor by the name of Stan Groff and primarily, well, not primarily fully and only used as a trauma healing modality. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's root is in trauma healing. Wow. So question. Mm -hmm. You're talking some people come to you to reconnect to their womanhood, for example, mm-hmm. to meet that like sacral chakra and then mm-hmm. the voice. Oh my god, throat chakra or yes. You know, so do you do you work with the chakras when you're doing like you as a facilitator or you as the intuitive that um you know is holding space for for these for your clients and for the circle are you putting those together and are you incorporating the chakras or are you understanding I guess things differently because you understand the chakras Mm. um I the chakras and without even referencing them yeah right so as an example if someone if someone is having a hard time connecting to their sensuality and their sexuality, or if there's been sexual trauma, or if there's been a, whatever the block is there, yeah, I'll bring. Um, we'll actually start in the. We'll start with some. They're called tremor practices, and um, there's a couple exercises you can do to bring activation into the hips and the pelvis and the legs, and just to start moving what mm-hmm. is all kind of stuck inside. Right. Um, that's a big piece of often what I'll notice is if I get people to tone, so use the voice, um, I can then watch how then <laughs> the hips start to move. And the, mm-hmm. then there's some movement in the sacrum. And then you're like, oh, yeah, okay, we're getting somewhere. So then what I'll do is have them like bend their knees, feet on the floor, so that you can really start to use your feet on the floor and start to move and activate through the pelvis and the hips. And what that'll do is to start slowly like unwinding and unraveling what we've held so tightly and mm-hmm. that often will then start to travel all the way up the body beautiful. The, it's so beautiful it's so beautiful yeah so That's great so yeah I know I, I had that. no idea that breath work was so important <laughs> I know. Neither did I. It's making me like, I keep getting the little message like, Allison, you need to start doing this more. And I'm like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And it just keeps coming in. And I'm like, damn it. I'm going to do breath work tonight. I know. Can you do it? Can you make a reel of just what you just did? (laughs) (laughs) Can we do like a collaborated reel where I'm trying to get you to do breath work and you're. (laughs) Yeah. Then I'll be like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I know. Yeah. I'm like, maybe Ooh. I need to do it with man. Maybe we need to do a breathwork session together. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Kyla's. Yes. Mm. Like I'll be, we're, we're part of Kyla's, um, what is it called? The, membership. The membership. Mm-hmm. 
What is that called? I'm like, is that whatever? No, it's a membership. <laughs> it's a membership. <laughs> it's a membership. It's a um, collective. 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 And so we have access to being able to attend, right? And so, so I'm like, we should maybe like try it, you and I together, mm-hmm. Kyla's thing, and maybe like see what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will you hold my hand? No. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it. I know. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. What can be really helpful is to have a pillow close by that if you feel like, okay, I want it. Like, I know that I want to emote. I know I want to say something. I know I want to yell. I know I want to make sound, but like, oh, I'm not going to do it where anyone could see or hear me into a pillow. Yeah. <gasps> I didn't even think of that. Cause I was oh, even thinking like at home, if my family's downstairs and all of a sudden they hear me <laughs> screaming. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, cause that's what I was like trying to like figure out. I'm like, how, where would I even be able to go to like, let all of that out? Mm-hmm. Because I, I do see how that is so beneficial to even like get it out, scream mm-hmm. it out. I didn't even think of the pillow. Yeah. Brilliant. It, or yeah. Just- Tell your family I'm gonna go do breath work. So if you're here screaming, I'm yep. okay. Oh my god! Until <laughs> I say that. help, <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> then you come in. Oh, yeah, have a have a safe word for your family. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Aww. I love that. Um, Kyla, can you share a little bit about like um what like the range of things that people will experience through mm. a breathwork yeah. session because I know yeah. like I shared a little bit but I had like this super trippy experience yeah and then I had a dark night of the soul and then she I did, did drugs before she went into I it that's fair I yeah that's fair. that's fair I get it <laughs> I don't do drugs <laughs> but because I'm just curious because people must they must have like this super range of- oh my gosh mm-hmm. the biggest range the biggest range so Oh, um, part of me is like, I don't want to share too much because it will scare people off, but oh, like, oh, I, yeah, I get that. I, um, share the good stuff. I will. Well, even what I think, okay, I'm going to share it. I'm going to share it because yeah. it's on my mind and whoever is afraid of it will, is, you know, that it we can ask why, it. or maybe it just, or whatever, maybe this isn't for them. I <clears throat> had a breath client, a gentleman who was, so I'm five, three, he was six, four, six, five. And like a thick, like a big guy. Mm-hmm. And when we went into our intention setting, asking him what his intention is, what's going on, he had reflected that in his, so his intention was to mm-hmm. connect and accept both being alive and death. I was like, oh, that's oh. minor. Okay. Like that <laughs> felt like a lot. And so his story in real life, his real life story is that his family tried to abort him. And it failed. And he was born into a family that he knew did not want him. Now, I'm not sure how he knows this, if it was through uh, a plant medicine, through a spiritual something, but he remembers the event and it Mm -hmm. failing. So, wow. And he's, you know, mid thirties and has been living his whole life feeling very much unwanted and that he doesn't belong here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now I, I do want to say your intention doesn't always mean that that's what comes forward. It's like a plant medicine. Yeah. You're given what you need, not what you want. So it's like when we do a healing, when we do a healing, yes, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, say I want to heal this, and we get drawn to something else, and be like, that's what you need to heal first. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So in his session, um, the long and the short of it is he 
eventually at one point turned himself into like the fetal position, mm -hmm. hands coming in tight like a little baby and tucked his knees all the way up and then started to move into the process of coming through the birth canal. And this is not uncommon to have a rebirth wow. on either end. Like you can be the person birthing yeah. and you can also be the infant. And it's wow. incredible. So this gentleman wow. was, re was, rebirth was rebirthing himself. And so what has to happen is you need to recreate the situation in the best way that you can to make it now a beautiful experience yeah. to heal it. So I was really lucky to have two other people facilitating with me. One person stood at his feet to support so he could push. I wrapped my body around him like the vaginal canal. And the other facilitator came to his head with their hands like the opening. Wow. And he pushed himself through all the way and then started to cry like an infant. Wah, wah, crying, sobbing, tears. And so I held him like I was his mother. And one of my co-facilitators was a man. So came and acted as the father. And we rocked him and loved him and just said, we're so glad you're here. We love you so much. We've been waiting for you. We love you. We love you. And that lasted for probably 10 minutes of him just rocking in my arms and then lay down and was just the most peaceful being ever. And our oh, share, it was so I, powerful. I feel the power of like when you share that story, like I can I feel that, um, that energy and it is so profound. Oh, and yeah. so my question is like, after experiencing something like that, for like your client, for example, mm -hmm. does he just like get up from the floor and be like, well, that was good. See you later. Or <laughs> like, how did he move through? Has he, he been able to heal that? Was there another yeah. layer he needed to heal? Was that just like the big first layer or like, have you seen him again? <laughs> yeah. So that was in a training. I wasn't mm. even fully on my own. So he was actually held in a really good way because our teacher was oh. there. Yeah. Um, and so we stayed and we shared and connected on it for quite some time after the session. Yeah. And he, he was so clear and grounded and felt so good. Love that. And it was just so special. It was so special. Um, him and his partner are now living in Bali. So I watch them from afar, but they're doing really, really well. Wow. Yeah, it was so beautiful, but it can be that. And then it can be really psychedelic and really visual and really like, whoa, I'm in this like other planet. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like, I love that he like let himself go enough. Yeah, I know. Like, I do you know what I mean? Like yeah. to literally let yourself go and, you know, maybe that's not, so, obviously it's not something he intended to do walking into that session. Yeah. Um, but to be able to let his ego mind step out of the way, right? Because I'm just yeah. thinking like, I could see myself with that control ego mind coming in and want my body wanting to do this, but all of a sudden my ego mind being like, mm -hmm. no, you're going to, and all these things, like you're mm -hmm. going to look stupid. What, yeah. what are you doing? All those things. So I think that's like absolutely amazing that he was able to like put, literally the ego out and oh, just yeah. flow with it mm -hmm. oh it's incredible incredible yeah. yeah um yeah so it can be it can be that <laughs> it can be really really healing yeah um I've had personally in my own sessions visuals from past lives where I was <laughs> like a young warrior child defending my village from um rape and murder that was intense yeah, wow. I bet. And and also so incredibly 
empowering because I, in that visual, in that experience, I was, I remember it so well. I was a little, I don't know where I was living, but I had brown skin and I was a boy and I had the distended belly and just like something around my waist. And I was standing on a stump with a stick and my village and my family was behind me and the, the, you know, the bad, the bad people were coming towards me and I was defending and the person facilitating me said, what does that little boy want to say? And just as I was unable to speak in that first session, I was like, I can't say it because it was loud and mean. And I was like, I can't say that. And she stayed with me until I said it and I just screamed it. Mm-hmm. And as I screamed it and put my stick in the ground and was continuing to defend my family, I watched them all like fade away. They all just left and my family was safe. Wow. This this was, this was early COVID when everything was super unknown and people were separate, separating from each other. And, and it felt really, it felt really ancient and it also felt really present. Mm -hmm. And it was so beautiful for me to feel like I can protect what I took from that is like, I can protect myself. I can take care of myself. And if yeah. needed, I can, I can take care of the people that I love. I can, I'm strong yeah. enough. I'm clear. I'm grounded. I can do this. Um, last night I had a session with 10 people and, and you know, the, the feedback was like, I have never felt joy. Like I feel joy right now. I feel joy. I haven't, I, just, I haven't, I don't even know the last time I felt this way. Um, I felt free. I feel seen. I feel so much love. I feel like I met my inner child and was able to move through some stuff there. Like it's just all over the map. It can be mm-hmm. physical, it can be emotional, it can be visual. It's it's all the things. Yeah, that's beautiful. Do you find that when you bring um, a group of people together, they typically is like a theme of a theme? Like you just mentioned that the feedback from that group last night was about joy and inner child and, and fun and stuff like that. Do you mm-hmm. find that Typically, it's, Mm. you know, a group of people is brought together on purpose, and they all kind of experience something similar when in circle. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very much so. Um, Always, it's like, you know, we could have 12 people registered and four people back out right at the last minute, or Mm -hmm. one person jumps in right at the last minute. And it's always exactly the right people. Exactly the right people. It's so special. Wow. I love that. Mm. Was yeah. there anything else you want to make sure you touch on with regard to what breathwork session is before we mm-hmm. share about your beautiful community? Mm-hmm. I think it's important just to speak because we've used the word trauma and I want to be really clear that um, it can be breathwork can be a really beautiful support with the right person. And I want to say that if you have a new or a present or a PTSD that is really, really there for you to also be working please with a professional practitioner mm-hmm. and have have breath work be a supplement to that yeah um just to not come in raw from something really big yeah right would be my right. suggestion yeah yeah to be and, supported after the fact too by yeah a, yeah because it can bring stuff up like just like me on my spiritual journey i i had a therapist that i was going to as i was pulling back layers of myself mm-hmm. that I was mm-hmm. seeing it's like to, I could see where that could like bring it up and like yeah. but to have that support um, yeah. to process that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah all right so I first just want to say that Kyla is so so talented at holding space for mm-hmm. 
people in circle and the one-on-one and she's so supportive and it's just like you have stepped into your purpose like this is holding space for people whether it's in a retreat or in a virtual zoom or in person like Mm -hmm. you you're just this you're so good at it so Hmm. thank you for doing that for everybody you're doing such amazing work in this world and you're really uh, you're just building this beautiful community um and you do have Allison touched on a little bit but you do have a membership program Mm -hmm. where you have many things within that membership that you can access. So why don't you share a little bit about your membership? Okay. First, I just thank you. Uh, I receive that very, very fully. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, yeah. The membership is the essentials is the name of the space. And it is, it feels so good. It's like home. It feels like home. So Inside the essentials, you have access to a library of guided breath work. So not to be clear, different than these big sessions. It's more like five to 15 minutes, like breath work for anxiety, breath work for digestion, breath work for energy, really quick, like takeaways every day. Mm-hmm. And then there's a library of guided meditations. There's a library of yoga and stretch series of, I've even tossed in some workouts because, you know, I like to move the body still. <laughs> And then there's monthly guest teachers that is live and recorded. So you can catch live or recorded. You two are in there and I would love to have you in again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, monthly full moon ceremonies with a really amazing human named Avalon. Uh, we've just started weekly community calls. So every Wednesday at noon, we jump on live together and we just breathe and we talk about whatever's present and move through whatever's there. Uh, oh my gosh, there's so much more. I'm going to forget members only discount. So as a member of the essentials, let's say I'm hosting a retreat, you're going to get 15% off of my retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, bi-weekly breath sessions. So these breath sessions that we're talking about right now, we get access to two 90 minute sessions every month. Wow. Probably, probably at some point we'll add in bonus ones as well. So there's a lot in there. Yeah, there's a lot and it feels really good. And you can just pick and pull from whatever you need in that moment. If you wake up and you're like, Oh, I need to just drop into breath Mm -hmm. practice. It's there. If you need to move your body, you've got options. So I try to keep it um, full and consistently adding to it. And it just feels like such a sweet space. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And it's just a monthly um, Mm -hmm. subscription that you pay for it. And then you form it. Yeah. So it's, it's beautiful. So you can find Kyla on Instagram at the mm-hmm. sacred essentials, right? Yep. 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 And then uh, your website is also called the sacred essentials. Yeah. Dot net. Dot net. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you can find everything about her membership through those platforms. Mm-hmm. And we, of course we will link her in the show notes and mm-hmm. we say thank you so much for joining us today mm-hmm. to uh, teach everybody about what breath work is and how supportive it can be on your mm-hmm. healing journey and all the beautiful things. And I think, I don't know if I can speak for Allie, but I'm like, I'm going to go do a breathwork session. <laughs> uh, no, I was. Like, like I told you, I keep getting like the H keeps talking to me being like, you need to do that. <laughs> uh, and so I'm like, you know what? I think I'll just start with the, um, those 10, 15 minute ones. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just going to like do it as I was doing like my meditation when I was tr- meditation. Yeah. When- yeah was getting at me for that too um I think what I'm gonna do is start doing it every day to like in a sense like kind of start to build myself up mm-hmm. um for it mm-hmm. I'm, absolutely I yeah. think I need to have this awesome yeah, yeah we all do we all do yeah, yeah. all right thank well, you thanks. so much that was so fun it yeah was fun. thank you we'll have you on again all right I would love that <laughs> I would love it <laughs> bye. Right. bye bye